Hello, I'm James Fitzsimons and welcome to The Career Scoop, a podcast all about career progression, advice and experiences aimed at assisting those who are in career transition. Today, my guest is entrepreneur Joshua McKenna. Josh is the director of In Good Company, a Wicklow-based digital marketing agency, the director of media outlet wicklownews.net and the director of Pure Fitness Gyms. I'm delighted to welcome you to the show, Josh. Oh, great to be here, James. Great. And you're, Thank you for having me. My, my great pleasure, and you're so kind to, to, to come on board. So just to jump into the first question, you might just a little get, share with the listeners a little bit of, of, of your career to date. You've been an entrepreneur uh, over a number of years. Do you want to just share highs and lows? What are you most proud of? Proud of any mistakes? Yeah. Uh, geez, where to start? It has certainly been a roller coaster. And, you know, I think to be in business today, I think survival, uh, you know, is probably uh, uh, is success for a lot of entrepreneurs, particularly in the SME sector. Um, but my journey really started off at the in the middle of the the last recession, and I remember going into starting my masters in uh, UCD, and the uh, students ahead of me were getting average salaries of about fifty five thousand, you know, off the bat and going into uh, jobs that with very little experience or no experience. And so I was delighted to start out my, I suppose, career in the marketing development program, the commercial name for what is the Master of Science in Marketing Practice in Smurfit Business School. But halfway through, of course, my course, uh, everything, uh, the economy fell uh, flat and went off a cliff. And so those, you know, uh, students ahead of me were, um, I suppose, you know, in terms of they had you know, great jobs and good salaries, and and then, but my crew were faced with a very different environment, you know. But I, I always knew that entrepreneurship or running and creating was always something. I was creating something myself was something that I wanted to do and pursue. So I actually, from my masters, went into O2 Ireland. From there, I jumped uh, quickly into their digital ad agency, where I, I suppose, kind of laid the foundation, the experience of where I'm at uh, in terms of today and what I'm doing today. And, you know, as they say your experience shapes you. And I think that was definitely, I learned a lot of the fundamentals of my entrepreneurial career through the people I, I met through college and uh, the experiences that I gained, but also, um, you know, jumping into the private sector. But I actually left a job, um, you know, at the height of the recession um, uh, to actually start my own entrepreneurial journey. And really, I think that was the best thing I ever did. And I haven't really looked back since. And, um, and as you say, um, you know, at the moment, you know, I've been through several businesses. Uh, some have done well, some have failed. Um, but, you know, the learning I uh, have gotten has really brought me to where I'm at today. And that is, you know, I wear a couple of hats. That's the managing director of Ingu Company. So we're a digital marketing agency. And, uh, of course, now with the COVID and the movement of, of business going online, we're picking up a lot of business and growing rapidly. So we have a team of 12 now. Uh, we have wicklownews.net, which is an online media, uh, like a local free sheet, but online. So we get about 40,000 readers a week uh, to that platform, and we're developing that. And then um, we have Pure Fitness, where I've taken the back seat, and Joe supporting him in terms of navigating the current climate, which is hasn't been easy. And we also have a co-working space, which has been I suppose, shut at this present time because of the current environment, but we're working out a way of 
bringing that back to market as well in a slightly different way. So that's sort of in a nutshell my career. One hell of a roller coaster. Wow. And, uh, lots of learnings, lots of failures. Um, but that's how you learn and that's how you progress. Do you want to share uh, the, the the lows? The highs are are there. The highs that you're here and you're doing well and, and the companies and all the entities. What, what, what were the lows and how did you get yourself out of the lows? Yeah. Um, uh, so when I um, left uh, I, uh, my ad agency role at the height of the last recession, I started a, a business or social enterprise called MyStreet.ie. And I put my heart and soul into that for two years. But, you know, from a social impact point of view, it was ticking a box. And But as a first venture, you know, I probably, well, I know I wasn't prepared for, uh, you know, in terms of uh, success, I would say, in business. I didn't understand. I had a th- certain thought, but actually in practicality, it was a very different story. But sometimes you've got to jump through the hoops and you've got to take the hits and you've got to just, you know, dust yourself down and get back up on the horse and move forward. But, you know, some people spend money on an MBA or, you know, extensive uh, education. What I went through, I would view it looking back, um, is that the positive is, is that, okay, you know, I invested in something doing myself in terms of a business. I won national awards, but at the end of the day, from an e-commerce point of view, it wasn't successful. I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't A, get uh, the right finance and B, I didn't have the know-how or wherewithal to, you know, basically move it on. So that was, I suppose, if you look in isolation, a failure, but actually I view it now looking back. And I suppose at the time I took it quite hard, um, but looking back, that wasn't a failure. That was just a stepping stone on the path to success. Um, so that was one example, early example of how that learning has shaped my career and what I'm doing now. So if something goes wrong, now you process it. Okay, what's going wrong? What can I control? What can I not control? And then what do I do? Yeah, I, I think, you know, as humans, we have a tendency to overthink. Um, I also, uh, as we talked before jumping on, you know, I think a, a failure would be to say that, you know, you can have a very much a, your own view on things and to reach out to people who've already been there, done that, has been a great help and step up in terms of my own career. But breaking it down in a way that is not simplistic, because things in life are not just black and white, but in a methodical or logical way, I think, to you know, approach to problem solving. Um, and you know, in business, and particularly in the current climate, you know, there's a lot of problems you know, in terms that we have to solve. But at the end of the day, business is about people, yeah, communication, and um, I think you know, uh, learning to ask for help as well is an important part of that journey. And tell me about the, the digital marketing agency, which I, I, I know about, obviously, but like the change with, with COVID and how businesses, on the angle of how businesses have changed and yeah. older businesses that wouldn't have any footprint in it. Just want to want to bring us through the type of service you provide, and and without mentioning the name of the company, kind of a journey of bringing somebody who wasn't digital to digital through this process and the, well, and the I, output. I'll give you an early example. Um, so when was it March? It's hard to think. You know, we're nearly a tip in a year <laughs> of this COVID. But uh, uh, one example was a traditional bricks and mortar retail. Um, you know, the first lockdown happened. Didn't understand. Uh, or we didn't know the extent or the effect of what COVID really was at that stage. There was a panic. And so um, client engaged us with a brief and saying, look, 
we need to look and, and move towards online e-commerce selling. So we set them up with a, a very simple, what we call a splash page, or it's an e-commerce, a very simple shop with three products. And in the first month, they did a quarter of a million from going from zero to quarter of a million euros in the first month. Wow. So much so that they have uh, invested in a 10,000 square foot uh, warehouse. They're building their web team and um, they now have a dual approach, uh, which we're helping or assisting them with, which is the e-commerce route, but also they're expanding their digital, uh, sorry, traditional uh, bricks and mortar footprint. That just goes to show, you know, in terms of traditional business focused, retail business focused on bricks and mortar, and then the change that they probably, you know, they tapped into and then the return that they got. So we help James clients of typically SMEs to get online, uh, to build their e-commerce presence, uh, but also drive quality leads, paying customers back to their business. And it's there's an art form for that, but also um, there's a data side to it and it takes a bit of time to get right. But when we do, it is a thing of beauty. And uh, then it's trying to sort of keep 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 on pushing, you know. So it's a very interesting space from our perspective to um, to be in. And our growth, uh, really, you know, last quarter was our best yet. That has continued through uh, to the first quarter of this year, and I see the trend continuing. And uh, so our team now has grown to twelve, and I'm delighted to be able to provide employment uh, to people locally within the community. And um, and actually, just on that, I think there's a there's a real opportunity, you know, for businesses like on our space that you know we've been able to pick up uh, really high caliber people, um, you know, to join our team and to help what we're doing and serve our clients on a day to day basis. That possibly, you know, prior to COVID, we're doing all those things and that were maybe out of reach for us. So there's been lots of benefits, you know, for our own business, but there's been lots of challenges as well, of course. So it's been an interesting ride. That's it. And when you're hiring, let, let me let me let me ask this question: When you're hiring somebody, uh, or or you're taking a client on, um, what 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 qualities in the person are you looking for? Functionality, I'll take as 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 a given. Just the person. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I actually think you know, in terms of the individual, uh, is their uh, ability to lean in, to listen, to learn. Because, you know, integrity, uh, that is a given. But for them to understand and what we do is, you know, to have that cop on is important, but it's not necessarily a prerequisite for working within our industry. What I value more so is difference. And so we have our head of strategy who comes from a corporate background, but also has understanding of a family business on a day-to-day operations that they know what it's like as a small business owner to make payroll every week. Um, and so that's an interesting perspective that bring under the umbrella of Ingrid Company, we can impart to our clients. We have our client services director who comes from a creative direction media background uh, and running her own business. But as of COVID, um, that business, because of incorporated international travel, that's sort of put on hold for the foreseeable. So, you know, different perspectives, different point of view, the creativity, uh, but at the essence of it, in terms of uh, team members, it's 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 about attitude, isn't it? It comes back to having that positive approach, and I think you know the other sort of skills can be you know what we do and, and you know can be learned essentially. So it's the it's the the fiber of the person first, um, and I typically think you know if we look at graduates, it's those graduates who 
um, have pushed themselves outside of their comfort zone, who perhaps mainly from a sporting background, that competitive nature to an extent, from those, you know, talk about frontline workers being, you know, heroes without capes. Um, you know, I was, when I started off, I was scrubbing milk fridges and super value and transition years, sweeping floors, pubs behind, you know, the pub. And you learn a lot of skills about life through those type of jobs. So I always look for about the person, their experience, particularly on a graduate level and, you know, whether they're kind of uh, open to the challenge and take it from there really. It's, it's, it's interesting because Declan Ryan, who was one of our, 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 on, mm. our, on the podcast, he talks about looking at a CV and looking at the bottom of the CV. He's looking for the human. Yeah. See, see what they've done appropriately, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's how that's presented and then how it presents in person. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think um, it's interesting that, and I remember kind of prior to Christmas listening to the podcast and, you know, taking notes and, and, you know, it, 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 people can be in an interview and you know better than anybody. They can have a great CV. They can talk and spout on. But really, it's only when they get into the role that you fully understand. But there are kind of early indicators that I have learned uh, over the years. Not to say that I get it right every time. But I would say in the agency, it's probably taken three and a half years to build a team that, you know, uh, uh, that I would be very happy with. And, you know, I think they're kind of gel well. So I'm excited about, you know, talk about, you know, the success of the agency or the future success. It's got nothing really to do about me. My job is to give the team members the tools that they need to go and do their job successfully. So I'm more of a facilitator. And uh, so I'm excited about our future prospects with the people that we have within the team. You know, who knows where we'll be able to take it. Okay. Uh, that's just, just really, really interesting. I'm curious being a creative and being part of creative teams and innovators, how, when people don't like what um, is presented, you know, mm. people who, who for, for good or for bad, not for bad reason, or for not an understanding reason, sure. they, they rubbish and someone puts it. How do, how do you process that being a creative? How are you able to, okay, <laughs> I don't really like this. Someone's coming in and kicked me here and I'm yeah. kind of emotionally caught into this yeah. design or, or this plan. I'm, I'm just always curious because I, in the past, I might have been maybe indelicate as an earlier age. In, in, I remember sure. being a, bit of a creative, very, very, very successful creative and I hadn't appreciated the blood, sweat, tears he had brought to that brochure. And I wasn't very complimentary about it. And he, 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 it was like I hit him in the sort of Texas. And yeah. I, I always, I had to apologize profusely afterwards. I just didn't know that mm. he had put his heart and soul into that for me, by the way. Yeah. That's the bit I didn't, I didn't get. Well, uh, what, what's coming back, it's interesting. Um, coming back from my own personal experience, I, again, I, I shared with you that, you know, I'm dyslexic and, I suppose my approach to things, perhaps my brain works in a slightly different way. I remember in my master's, um, I remember a presentation workshop where we would have to be given a topic and we had to present to the whole team. Uh, so about 30 of, of your peers, of our peers, and they would have ripped to shreds uh, what you have uh, uh, presented over the course of a 10, 15 minute, minute period. But it was all constructive. So you learn, I learned at an early stage that you know, action learning, learning through doing and on reflection. And actually, you know, what you do uh, and present uh, uh, and, you know, any feedback that you get is, a, is, is good. Like fast forward to my experience in running a, one uh, business unit within the ad agency, Brando, 
Um, so under the team that I ran, it was more digitally focused. So there was the programmers, creative directors, designers, um, and so on. And then the other business unit was a far more experienced um, uh, agency producer with a number of years under her belt running more of the mainstream kind of media. But how you approach each individual uh, in terms of a creative, you know, you need to, I suppose, like use of the practical skill to sandwich. So you start with a positive, you give your feedback as constructive, and then you, you know, again, finish off with a, a, a positive. And I suppose really once you build a relationship or with a client or an internal team, I find it's, it's about trying to connect with that person on that level and provide feedback. I mean, at the end of the day, if it is a client providing feedback, if we have missed a brief, well, it's to listen to that feedback and trying to overcome that and come back with a better solution. Because otherwise, you'll end up losing the client or if it's an internal aspect, that creative could be very talented, but probably mishandled and maybe could get frustrated and move off. So you do have to be mindful of who you are talking with, who's in front of you and how you progress. Like with everything, you know, no one human is uh, is the same. So, um, but you know, action learning is a is a philosophy. Learning through doing on reflection can't have any progress without change, not change without progress. And that was drilled into me at an early age, and I I've pretty much lived my whole career on that. You know, you have to grow um, to 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 get progress. And come back to the question you asked about, you know, kind of learnings and mistakes and failures. Well, if you if if you're not making mistakes. Uh, or you're not failing or whatever level, you're not trying hard enough. Um, you've got to keep pushing yourself forward. You know? Gosh, that's, that's really, really interesting uh, in a sense. And, and you, you shared about your dyslexia and how, how action learning, how did you, I mean, through school and where sometimes I, like Richard Branson, I think is, is, is mm. one of the prominent people who got dyslexia. The system definitely doesn't fit and you, you're kind of on the side and you're going to figure, figure it out. Yeah. How, how did you work confidence-wise for yourself? Were you able, Obviously, I think you were able to put it in its appropriate place. Yeah, well, um, it's going back now, but I, I remember sitting in a, my primary school class. Uh, I think the teacher at the time was trying to explain long multiplication, difficult the best of times, but um, I just couldn't get it. Something you know, just didn't click or it, 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 it's sort of a, a one example. Um, and I would say I, I'm, I'm sort of mild in a sense, but uh, I think certainly it fuels... The creative side of the brain and maybe helps me look at things that perhaps in a slightly different way so i think it's probably stood to me in in the you know the marketing game and um, that you know we're growing our business in um but uh, like schools at the time weren't set up uh, neither were like primary secondary uh, i really struggled so i have no problem i went from i think self-esteem was a big issue i think um primary secondary i just didn't fit and I, I, you know, I know I wasn't alone uh, in, in that regard, but it was only really when I, not a clean break as such, um, but when I moved to, um, you know, college, I got 250 points in my living cert, totally underachieved, didn't reflect at all in terms of my abilities. But at the time I was like, oh God, you know, this is, this, is this it? But actually when I made and got started on a business course, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so for any graduates who are listening in, you know, I put down in my CEO, um, you know, sorry, students transitioning into college and wondering what they want their next step to do or to be. I had something like environmental science then. I didn't know I was lost. You know, I needed guidance at that stage, but it wasn't there, wasn't provided, wasn't on offer. So I put myself um, then a general business course certificate. And actually, when I got into that environment, when I could manage my own 
schedule timetable. I went from a, a past student to an A student, being the top three students all the way through college for the most part. And that was only because I could approach things in my own way and you know, approach my own learning style. And um, it just was a far better, uh, um, I suppose, environment. And then actually when I went to my master's and did the, the um, marketing development program, Master of Science of Practice in Smurfit, action learning, that philosophy. So what they used to get each student to do is to record each day um, their experience and identify what learnings that you take from that on board with you for the next day. And that getting into that rhythm, uh, that action learning rhythm, that reflection helped as well, you know. And so, um, you know, in terms of help kind of shape, improve my writing, it might take me a bit slow now to put documents together, but, you know, they're well thought out and considered, I would think, you know, and that, I suppose, through your journey and through your life from early education, I think they're much better at it now in terms of identifying students with challenges to college environment where you'd be able to approach, you know, your learning at your own pace to a stage where, um, you know, in terms of into the workforce, I actually think, you know, that difference. And I spoke to, uh, prior to COVID, I was invited to a local school. And the big topic of that conversation, I think, was about difference and celebrating difference. And just because you're slightly different for whatever reason, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to succeed in whatever field that you have. And I think probably throughout that time, it was probably, you know, my low self-esteem, self-confidence, not having confidence in myself uh, to basically, you know, move forward. And it was all about, I suppose, slow to find my way through the educational system in Ireland that time. But I think, you know, it's, it's certainly improved at this point, um, which I'm glad to let to hear. But, but thank you for sharing that, because there'll be people, I know the people listening who, they can get stuck and they say, oh, that's it. There's no room forward. There's always yeah. a way forward. Oh, 100%. There? There's yeah. always a way forward. Mentoring. Did, during that period or subsequent period, did you have people in your life? Uh, could be a couple of people or a bunch of people yeah. who said, you know, Josh, you know, here's some thoughts on how you might do this. Or, or do you actively look for it? I'm, I'm curious as to. Oh, every day, each and every day. Um, I think uh, mentoring in business, I think it's probably becoming more prominent. Um, I, from my point of view, when I started and left the ad agency, start my own business, I joined the Chamber of Commerce. And, uh, you know, there's people that were in business already that I looked to that didn't even know that I looked to. I followed what they were doing and learned from what they were doing. So, you know, I, I was surrounded in a business sense with four or five people that were really on their game. And I think I took a lot from that. And then on the other side, you know, in, in a professional sense, there, uh, you know, uh, in terms of actual mentors that I have engaged for a specific period of time, uh, for instance, on, you know, kind of uh, strategy or, you know, financial management, or there was certain issues. So it was more of a formal basis. But, you know, even influencers at the moment, in like, for instance, Gary Vaynerchuk in our marketing, digital marketing space, he's an influencer, VaynerMedia. Um, very much top of our industry and in what they do, what he does and what they do. So I think, you know, it's a, it's an approach to life. It's all about self-improvement and understanding, you know, kind of what other people are doing and whether it be in a formal or informal way, I think throughout all my life, professional life, I've, I've sort of kind of tried to be a bit of a sponge and uh, learn from what others are doing. I think it's very much important. I'd like you to talk about, uh, I think, uh, not to say that I'm there yet, but um I think it's very much a, a part of that sort of toolbox in life where, you know, you don't have to go it alone. 
you can get a step up from talking with other people. Even one conversation can make a big difference. Um, I firmly believe that. No, I, I would concur with that. And you just be having maybe a bad day or feel a bit bail booked and somebody says, come on, keep moving. Or smiles at you or gives you a hug or yeah. gives you a cup of coffee. You can do this. It, it can just the energy, that simple energy. And I, my own experience is similar. It's when you get, you know, you get to the days where oh, I'm not sure I want to really keep doing this. Uh, but uh, and then you're lucky you realize how lucky you are and you pull yourself out of it definitely definitely Net- networking yeah um, tell me um, about that Come, yeah. be, um, you know on the way up and then now obviously digitally because obviously COVID has put us in, in you know the ability to sell the ability to connect yeah so um, I mean uh, the fact of the matter is in this current climate COVID and no COVID we're 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 um, you know, connected up to our eyeballs, we have our smartphone and we have uh, various uh, plethora of uh, apps that can, you know, connect people. So, you know, I think uh, networking people buy from people at the end of the day, I think it, it's an important part to uh, building any business. Um, I think, you know, perhaps at times or, you know, starting out, it can be difficult to push yourself out there out of your comfort zone. But what I would say is that um, you know you've got to do that. You've got to have the confidence to to basically jump. Um, and whether that may, might be in the current climate, joining a network. Uh, I know, for instance, Joanne on our team is very heavily involved with Network Ireland, very active. So you know, virtual uh, events. And um, so that's one practical way in which you can kind of, uh, uh, I suppose, um, take advantage or avail of, um, you know, existing network environments. But if I was starting out, um, what I would do is if it was a particular um, uh, industry or sector or job or, you know, something that I had an interest in exploring, what I'd like to try to do is use these free website builders, build a website start a conversation around a topic of interest, find uh, online platforms uh, in that space, and then start dialogue, you know, uh, around that. And, you know, a virtual network can take different forms. And I think, you know, both you can do the traditional sense, which is the Network Ireland or Chambers of Commerce, um, or you could go a different sense and explore an interest and then find other people within your space. And because, virtual and digital, you don't have to be talking with somebody in your locality, you can be talking to somebody, you know, um, you know, in states or in any country of the world. And um, so there's plenty of ways in which, you know, as a business owner or uh, a graduate looking to, you know, explore a certain area that you can um, uh, reach out to. And I've always found as well that, you know, typically uh, it's, it's always the fear that it kind of holds you back. But if you call somebody or reach out to somebody and ask them, um, you know, uh, for help, nine out of 10 times, they'll say yes. Yeah. And if they, we had Derek Kenny on just before, just before Christmas and Derek says, keep knocking at the door and, and it'll open. And it's the one you focus on the door that opens, not the ones that don't open. Yeah. It's very, very simple. Yeah, and you, can, and you can great fun along the way as well. And oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Um, it's a workplace stress. Um, mm-hmm. But my other it was one of the questions Norman asked, but maybe it's going to change the question. What keeps you awake at night, work wise? If I can ask that, I think um, when you are starting a business and you are growing a business. 
which it requires more than yourself in terms of, of from a team is making sure that you hit you know the practical things payroll every week every month um the fact that you know you're, you're juggling an awful lot one thing i would say that i need to get better at is trying to switch off because recovery and taking time out is uh you know important part of being able to deliver a good service or product um what keeps me up at light um i think it could be a variety of things like you know coming growing the agency you know typically you're not firefighting as such but you're problem solving and um i think sometimes for me problems tend to they don't switch off just because you leave the office uh or turn the computer down that's kind of what what you know keeps me up uh, or keeps me thinking about um but also keeping in a, in a strategic sense an idea of where why are we doing all this so what's your why where are we looking to you know what's the path ahead what are we looking to achieve where are we going with that and making sure we stay on track and try not to deviate as as much as possible so i suppose a variety of things really okay and i i've been an entrepreneur myself i do i very much understand exactly what you're saying because it's you know it's 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 not a job it's a bit of a life and yeah. most of it's great fun but obviously there are some potential uh stressful moments that that come up now and again oh yeah uh, that's, that's part and parcel of the journey isn't it it's the fun like, of it. that can be a bit of fun and how do you switch off or when you do what do you exercise or yeah i should be doing a lot more um um i think you know in the, the last let's say a year it's been pretty full on um so uh i would say early start of the the kind of pandemic it was all about okay you know how are we going to deal with this and then develop a plan take a deep breath and then execute on that plan as best as possible so focus on what we have control over but outside of that yeah look walking the dog simple things obviously within 5k i don't drink i don't smoke um you know, I have no expense in that regard. Um, I um, really just, you know, reading a book, um, kind of, uh, you know, if there's an idea, sometimes I, you know, kind of sketch that out and explore that. So I like to create things. Um, so like different things, you know, and of course, uh, family keeps you grounded as well. And so does a eight-year-old German Shepherd. So yeah, very much uh, that's how they make you switch off. <laughs> Wonderful. My last question, uh, sure. and as normally it's kind of five words to describe your career, but I think you're kind of, you're, you're in your second career, probably a couple more, I think on course to come. That's my sense, but you, up to date, how would you describe it? Five words. Um, yeah. It's an interesting question. Um, I think probably struggle at times. I think we all struggle in life and there's no point hiding that. I think with me is kind of what you see is what you get. Uh, it's part of the journey. I think, Creative uh, in approach, for sure. Uh, creating new things, new businesses, and you know, problem solving. Um, certainly determined in looking, uh, you know, along this path. And it's, you know, certainly, you know, it's it is a lifestyle choice. Entrepreneurship It's not for the faint-hearted, and for those, you know, who are really succeed. I think that determination, you know, is sort of been built into me from an early stage. I suppose it's out of survival. Um, Jesus, uh, staying humble, never forget where you come from, never, uh, turn your back on those looking to, uh, basically, uh, progress or improve themselves, uh, always help. And then I would say lastly, 
proud. Um, I would say proud because good, bad, and different. What I have now is what I've created, along, of course, with the team. And, uh, you know, the best is yet to come. Oh, that's a, that's a great way to finish. I like that. The best is yet to come. Josh, I'd like to thank you so much for taking yeah. your time out of a busy day to to chat with us on the career scoop and i'm Thanks sure our our audience uh, will, will love to hear some uh, some about your journey and how you manage it is probably probably it so listen thank you so much thanks james take care great to be part bye. of it bye bye thank you for listening to the career scoop brought to you by elevate career advice and elevate executive selection dublin and bermuda i'm james fitzsimons i hope you've enjoyed listening join us next week for more episodes of the career scoop